This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a Premier League lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result... You'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, you in, you Reds? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards, points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that, that's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton. Welcome to another episode of The Reds Report. Uh, this time live from my kitchen. So if you hear dogs, kids, Ray. wives screaming, we'll cut it out, we'll cut it out later on. Um, as always, uh, he's drinking my coffee. Probably not as nice as yours. No, it's, it's very nice. It's all right. That, it's all right. I like your coffee, yes. Very good. Uh, Steve Andrews joins us as always. Steve, how are we doing? Uh, not so bad, matey. Not so bad. A lot better than most, I think. Yeah. <laughs> hey ho, maybe we'll get to that later. <laughs> um, two matches. Uh, in the last week, both away, Reading 1-0 loss, Middlesbrough 2-0 loss. Um, just sum up as you sort of watch those matches and you see the there's a result and there's a performance, isn't there? And I've always said, I can live with the result if the performance says we, we tried everything we could. But yeah. um, how, how do you feel about those two? Oh, it's Reading was... God, it was like watching paint dry, Reading, I've got to say. And you... you in a way, you could see that there were there was a goal going to come, and when he broke down that left hand side, you just knew he was he was just going to go through. Um, Middlesbrough first ten or fifteen minutes, I, I actually thought, hey, up, what's going? This is a bit of a surprise. What's going off here? Although I must say, his his, his actual initial squad selection left me scratching my head yet again. Um, but then we just reverted to type, didn't we? And after 10, 15 minutes, we just went, just went basically downhill, ran about like headless chickens, and just what, what you said is really interesting because I wrote that down. It was a bright start. I watched the game. Obviously, I was in Holland. Um, I paid for iFollow, which was really good because it was in euros. But it was less than a tenner on. In, Always on a bonus. What they paid you? No, I wish. Um, bright start, and it seemed that. Warnock sort of looked at what was happening, changed his team tactically to combat what Barnsley were doing because mm. we did have those early chances. Yeah. And that was us sort of out of the match then, wasn't it? Well, that, that happened previously, didn't it? In I can't remember which game it were, probably all of them. Um, their manager has changed something 
and we've just not reacted basically at all. Mm. Uh, I mean, I've got to say, I, I was amazed that Ondermark started in back three. I just, I just didn't understand that. Um, I mean, again, Jasper Moon, I'm sure he's going to be a good player, but he need, he needs a rest. Um, you can, you can, you can not damage, but it can negatively impact a player, can't it? When he's a young, oh yeah, a young player coming starting, through. Yeah, people are starting to get on at him now, and they're saying, "Oh, why is Moon playing? You know, he needs a rest. He needs to come off. He should have come off two or three games back." Mm. You know, um, Mads Anderson. It's, it's gone quiet. There were loads of stuff on Twitter a few weeks back about yeah. him in, in getting ready and this, that, and other. No, it's being said. Um, sorry, Civic didn't play Wednesday. And according to Marcus Shop in the press conference, that was because of a disciplinary issue. Now I get discipline, you know, there's a place for that. Um, but to leave somebody out that we've been shouting for, you know, I know that's probably the way of doing things. But if the, if it is a disciplinary issue, couldn't that have been dealt with maybe in a different way to give the team the well, best the chance? Is, of... The thing is, with that, what was the disciplinary issue? Mm -hmm. Just saying that can cover a broad spe spectrum. You know, did he turn up without his shirt? For one at games, was he late? Uh, you know what I mean. Is yeah. it something like that? Yeah. Or has he actually turned around and said, you know, a bit like what Callum Britton did on 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 press on that interview, and, and maybe called him out and said, you know, I'm not happy with this. I'm not happy with other. If it's something serious, I get it. Yeah, I do. But I'm not being funny. He's we and one of our better defenders, mm. and he he should be playing. For me, Civic should be playing. Yeah. Another one that scratched uh, a few heads was um, and this is not aimed at one particular player Jordan Williams starts and to be fair at, at, at times he does offer that sort of burst of pace but what I don't get is he starts at left back when Vita, Ben Williams and Odor who are left sided players mm. are on the bench you're scratching your head again aren't you do you know what I mean I, you scratch your head for me and I'll probably get called from a pig to a dog for this Callum Britton's not player he were last season. He's been shocking. He has been very, very poor. He can't get across in. Whether he's been told not to get forward, to get forward, I don't, I don't know. Because I just don't know what he's doing. He gets caught out. He's getting lost in midfield at times. Um, he looks half-hearted with his challenges at times as well. You know, maybe he needs a rest. But surely then you'd get such as Jordan Williams playing on right hand side. And what's Ben Williams done wrong? I've no idea. Why have we brought in this, this you know, not wonder kid, but, you know, somebody who's obviously got He's talent. Bayern Munich, isn't he? From Bayern Munich. He's not even getting a look in. Yeah. I just, I'm just scratching my head. I really am. I don't want it to turn into a witch hunt for shop. No. I'd, because I think if a player's having a bad game, it'll get covered by other 10 players. Yeah. Yeah. At the minute, we've got. 10 players that are having bad games and they all seem very very low in confidence the body language so. um, you, you mentioned it earlier Britain was it post Millwall before the international break saying we're playing off the cuff we need to practice this more if you meant it like that, that, that as, a, as a fan that's worrying when a player says we're not practicing this enough and let's face it it's now been 8 or 9 matches hmm. in which we've scored a goal in open play it's madness. In, it's mad in, I mean, we don't know what we're talking about, but people cope with that. <laughs> but when a, when a player comes out with, and says, you know, we don't know what we're doing. We're playing off the cuff, what is it, literally. It, it just, again, you're scratching your head. And I think we've, we've talked about this before. I can remember Marcus shot playing because, yeah, I am that old. 
and he were a really good player. And again, I'd, whatever he's done previous in his managerial uh, career, the spreadsheets obviously picked him up, picked him up, and the boards looked at this and thought, right, he can come in and continue to a certain extent what Ishmael started. Now, if he if if he'd have done that and, and everything had been all right, obviously it'd been fine. But it's not worked. Now, to me, that's not board's fault. So you can slag board uphill and downhill, but that's not board's fault. No. They've just yeah. gone on what they normally do for their recruiting process. I'm sure shop came in with great expectations because of where we finished last season, but it's just not worked. So is it not a case of, well, I'm sorry, you've not passed your probation? Because let's face it, you don't pass your three months probation in any other job. Yeah, you you're out at door. Um, it, uh, the new CEO this week, uh, when asked, said that they continue to support him while he's had coach, which, which says to me that there is some sort of... Oh, he's gone at weekend then, isn't he? Well, yeah. <laughs> but also um, that he, he tried bringing in his own assistants... Um, one wasn't able to be released by the club or the club didn't want to release him and the other person didn't have enough points in the Brexit system to come, to come across, over yeah. and, and to come and work here now I, I get that might be frustrating I get that but you also have to say that the, the two assistants that are at the club did a brilliant job last season with Valerian Ismail yeah. my what I can't get over is every time the club talks about recruitment they talk about a coach that fits our style and the style since Daniel Stendhal has been high intensity, high press, young players, gig and press, all that. I don't see that. No. So if they've hired him, it's a bit like hiring somebody to come and do your bedroom and he says, I'll put you the carpet down and I'll paint your walls and I'll, I'll, I'll rewire your electrics. And then when he comes, I don't know, he changes your bed sheet. That's not what we wanted, no, is it? He's, no. he's come here, he's been asked to play this style of football. I just don't understand if you change the style of football and you know we're winning the occasional match or we're getting points on the board, I get maybe that suited us more. But what I don't get, we've gone from fifth in the league and 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 a, a, a squad full of young promising footballers to second from bottom. With well, in the last six, we've drawn one match, and that's nothing to write. Well, the about. thing is, we've still got, and let's not forget this: we've still got the same players. That finished fifth. Well, besides Solbauer, DK, and Mowat, and they've I gone. know they've gone. Let's you know move on. And this yeah. is what I, I keep seeing people on Twitter: Oh, Mowat, this, this, that, and other. Move on, Christ! It's it's, it's getting boring. But now. what I'm saying is, only those three were influential, That's what especially I mean, yeah. the second half of the season. They left. You'd like to think there's plenty of people to then cover. Def we weren't moaning about the defence without Solbauer, who didn't always play towards the end. Liam Kitchen came in first, you know, earlier the season. Impressed. Yeah. Anderson, Helic, I mean, you know. So, Civic. But the constant chopping, changing. I mean, I, I feel for Coley Woodrow. I, I really do. I thought, and we'll talk about him in a minute, Olare getting some game time. Because obviously he's not getting the ball, Woodrow. So he comes in deep, then he gets the ball, and then what do you do? Um, Woodrow, like I say, I Woodrow's it, back to where he was season before last yeah. when we were all saying if he's a striker why is he not playing up front yeah. because at minute and I, I, I defended him against uh, somebody on, on, on Twitter a, a week or so ago I think Corley Woodrow at the minute is running his blood to water for us oh, but he's not getting recognition Captain, no. because he's not getting the results that he, he's trying to play right wing left wing dropping back picking ball up 
and when he does get ball, because there's nobody at front, because it should be him. Yeah. He's no nobody. To, he can't pass it to his sen and run forty yards and pick it up. So no, no. it's um. Let's talk about some of the new signings then. I mean, um, Isaka played. Um, yeah. I, and I know it's you know it's we, early days, but I've got to be honest. I've not seen anything there that we haven't already got. I mean, f from what I've seen about Dominic Freezer this week, being told that he can leave. What's that all about? Do you know what I mean? He's is better than some of what he's actually picking and yeah I do mean Adi Baye Joe hmm. I, I just don't see how he gets in before Freezer does now he said you know you, you can find yourself another club don't understand that but he's, I mean, he's, not, he's not shown whether it's going to take him some time to settle in but I've not can, seen much from him yet can, can we afford that though we've had to wait with you know the visa issues and that was explained to us but we're now in October Um I mean, it's it's Saturday afternoon at the moment, but a week on Monday we're in November. Mm. Like time is it's ticking on, isn't it? We, we we needed these players to make an impact. I know it's early to judge. What what were your thoughts? Olara came on for sort of like the last bit. Yeah, I mean, he were only what 10, 15 minutes. Uh, big lad, but quite mobile. Um, but again, I'm going to come back to what I always say. He's going to look crap if he's not gained any service from midfield yeah. I like Gomez I think he's going to be a great player for me he'd play every every week um, I don't know whether Josh Benson will be back in squad tomorrow maybe so uh, according to Twitter yeah I think they think he, he might be involved it. I think Liam Kitchen's got a good chance yeah but I think more so than Josh because they say with Josh it's something muscular or something yeah, muscular. Like, yeah I mean Andermark for me when he played in midfield looked really tidy and mm. then he puts him uh, I don't get it I don't get what he he must see something in training that we don't understand. Mm. Or does he? Do you know what I mean? No. It's it's very it's very odd, but he doesn't for me, he doesn't explain himself very well. He obviously doesn't come across very well now, because let's face it, he's thrown his toys out at Pram because he just goes straight down the tunnel and he don't bother coming on to pitch or out like that. It, it, I mean, obviously the, the good thing about us, we can have different opinions. I sort of get it, however, Early on in the season, I remember Coventry at home when, well, that's the only match we've won so far. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's there, isn't he? Clapping and, you know, he takes that. But then when we start losing, he stops it. And then I think, but if you're big enough to make this, ultimately, the book stops with the manager, doesn't it? Because he, or the head coach, he, he chooses the team, he chooses the tactics. Yes, the players are on the pitch. You just mentioned Woodrow. You can see Woodrow is running his blood to water, but, you know, there has to be other players around him to do the same. Yeah. I get in a way, I, I get in a way why he don't sort of walk up to the fans because you can imagine the abuse. However, there is, you don't need to walk down the tunnel. You could stand halfway in the halfway line and just clap yeah. to say yeah. you appreciate their support. But to do nothing, I think is 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 almost that's a slap in the face, isn't it? To those supporters again in in their hundreds travelled. I think if you look, what I would sum it up as, those two guys near enough started fighting with that. Uh, other coach when yeah. you come, come into our stock wasn't it yeah when yeah. you come into our area Tonda and other guy were up and you know we all like that because it showed passion it showed everything yeah he never he does not show anything like that and this last two or three games yeah he stands he stands on edge area and he's he's pointing a little bit and you can see he's shouting a little bit and he's pulling faces I don't see any I don't see any encouragement there 
I just see negativity coming from him. I, I feel negativity coming from him. I can't see him because, yes, we still have got same squad of players. Yes, they are still young players. And maybe they do need that little bit of an arm around shoulder. Maybe he's not that sort of manager. I don't think Ishmael was that sort of manager. No. But it the works, difference yeah. being, when they did something right, he was there showing that they'd done something right. I'm just not feeling anything from no. Sharp at all. Um, there was a remark this week in the in, in the press um, that obviously he is not well not hindered, but a lot of people are comparing him to Valerius Mel, and and people say he mustn't forget no fans and five substitutes. I get that, yeah. I get that completely. True enough. That doesn't mean he can't acknowledge defence. That doesn't mean he could maybe be more vocal. I I I. Once when, when a manager or coach stands at the sideline, he's pointing, and I'm thinking. Well, they better not be watching you because they should eyes. On, what do you say, in junior football? Eyes on the ball, yeah. turn and fit. You know what yeah. I mean. So, and especially with these young players, um, I, looked, I mean, Jordan Williams seemed to have been in the club forever, like twenty-two, you know. Yeah. Um, and and again, when we talk about, I, I don't want to highlight individual players because to me that confidence comes from good training sessions, and I can't help but feel that there's so many changes and swaps and and different formation and 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 changes of personnel you can't build comfort because it at times it feels almost like desperate to me well yeah. we'll try jordan then you, you, you know what i mean and as a fan that doesn't really, that doesn't fill you with hope especially steve as there's a south yorkshire derby tomorrow oh god help us i don't <laughs> even know whether i'm going i can't I, it's I not just, even a joke I, I we, just, we said i just we, cannot muster up the end. And I know people are going to say, oh, you should get down and support them. I've put my season ticket money in. Yeah. I've put my reserve plus money in, yeah, which incidentally, I still haven't had me £50 vouchers that they're umming and ahhing about, and no yeah. doubt we'll get shafted for that. But I've, I, you know, I've had a season ticket now for the last God knows how many years, yeah. and I've put my money where my mouth is. So it's my decision whether I go or not. My seat's still going to be there because I've paid for it. Yeah. But I am yeah. not, on a Sunday dinner time, Gonna go down there for two, three hours. When being, and I'm being quite serious when I say this, I have got better things that I can do, yeah. like gardening and shit like that. <laughs> and yeah, I did say shit because I hate gardening. <laughs> um, but you know, I shouldn't be. I shouldn't be feeling like this. No, I support Barnsley Football Club, same as everybody does. But I should want to go and support the players, but at the minute. I'm not feeling the love at all. Well, I have to say, and I think that's where the difference is. It's it, it's not a protest vote or whatever, because I've seen people saying fans united. It's 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 not about that. I think when you go, and and like you, I've put my money in. Yeah. I've paid for my reserved my Reds plus whatever it's called. Um. So I I've supported the club. Hmm. You know. And you can't be criticised to then say, oh, but I'm not going to that match. Because actually, we, we pledged a, a season-long support before the ball was even kicked. And um, the, the atmosphere, I think, tomorrow could could be... Listen, they could win 3-0. If they that win 3-0, let's face it, the fickle football fans that we are, it'll be next Messiah. Well, no, but this is the problem, isn't it? To me, that's still... But it's just oh, it's just papering on the crap. That's that, yeah. That's putting a plaster over something that needs stitches, as mm. I always say, isn't it? That's not. But I I well I was sat Wednesday evening at my mum's. Obviously, Holland's an hour in front, so it was, it was quarter to nine the kick off, and I was sat. And my mum kept wondering why I kept sighing. <laughs> my mum didn't understand football, but she did she did watch a little bit. 
and no doubt the players are, are trying their best but I can't help but feel that how how long does this go on because I'm just a fan I'm just sat in a seat in the ponty end like thousands of others but when you look on social media and it's really nice that the new CEO came out and he had a fan engagement for him and, and he faced the press but when they talk about the West End I, I'm not sure if, if you know I'm, I'm I can't help but feel there's an argument behind the scenes, you know, the fans are the ones that are duped, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. Um, if work needs to be done, they would have known that at the start of the season, so they could have made a decision then. Maybe because they didn't have a CEO, that decision wasn't made, but now over a thousand fans can either have a refund or they can sit somewhere else and it's all a bit, mm. um, the club blamed the owners, the owners blamed the club. Ultimately, a thousand fans have been impacted. So there's lots of things that are just not right. I know I used the term in the interview, it's rotten to the core. But from a fan's perspective, that's what it is, isn't it? On the field, things are not great. Off the field, with all these people leaving, things aren't great. And you can tell, can't you? Yeah, because the performance you. are just poor. Sorry, I was, listening, I was listening to I'm your listening. wife whispering yeah. in me, and uh, I, I quite like and, uh, that. She finished in about two hours. So you'll be, cu wouldn't. you'll be cutting this bit out there, won't you? <laughs> no, anyway, I'll bless leave it. it in because we're recording. No, it's, it's 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 an interesting one, isn't it? The West Stand saga uh, seemed to come very quickly on the heels of the discussion about who won, who's going to own the ground and yeah. what's going to happen with the ground. Um, is it a case where it's my bat, my ball, and I'm going home, and the throw, you know, the throw? Toys are at pram. A bit tit for tat. I don't know. Yeah, like you said, fans get caught in the middle. Um, they did this fan engagement thing last night. I've not seen out about it because, to be quite honest, I've been too busy this morning, uh, as lots of other gentlemen are. Um, I just don't. I don't see where we're going at a minute. I don't see a direction. Mm. We've no. We've no identity on pitch. We've no identity in the style of play that we're playing because we haven't got a style of play. Yeah. We're not pressing, yeah. we're not knocking ball about, it's not tiki-taki football or whatever you want to call it. It's 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 just, it's nothing. For me, it's throwaway football. Um, I think tomorrow, you know, and again, shoot me down in flames, I'm more interested in watching Manuel Liverpool tomorrow afternoon than I am watching us against Sheffield United. Yeah. And there is, when they say there's pride at stake in the South Yorkshire derby, well, I suppose it is. There should be pride at stake every single match when you're at home, shouldn't it? Because it's the, you're putting a, you put a Barsley shirt on. Exactly. It's same as anything. You should be proud to wear that Barsley shirt. Yeah. Yeah. And I just feel that some some players, not many, but I think there's one or two that don't don't necessarily embrace that as much as they should. Yeah. Yeah. And and again, I feel I I feel sorry for Colin Woodrow because he's in a a no-win situation. I think he's trying everything he can on the pitch. He's then also, of course, as captain, I suppose the liaison. But then when other players come out and talk about the training and everything, things are not great. Going into the South Yorkshire derby tomorrow then, uh, in, the, in the form table, last six matches, United won three, lost three. We've drawn one and lost five. Um, a positive thing tomorrow, both teams supporting the Western Park. I thought you were going to say it's not, it's not raining. <laughs> well, yeah, that's another one. Um, they're both, uh, it, it, it started a partnership between the clubs uh, supporting Western Park Cancer Charity. Yeah, that's really Which is something really that's positive. Really it's takeover, they'll be out with buckets and please, please donate if you can. Ultimately, on the pitch, um, 
you can't help but... I've not seen anything in previous matches other than the first 10-15 minutes that I can get excited about at the moment. And it kills me saying that because we've done this show long enough and and we did this show in the run Lee Johnson losing, I don't know how many, Struber kept drawing. I'm not anti-club, but as a fan, it's an extremely frustrating time. I think think this this is a, a unique situation where a lot of fans, not just us feel as we do yeah. at the end of the day again it's our club we put money into our club we support our club and we just feel we've never had good communication no. never have for years and years and years we've never had good communication and that's not changed that's still the same I mean it, a disciplinary issue that sort of thing it tells us nothing but it's not just that I think because the owners you know aren't from here um that always puts up a little bit of a barrier for supporters as well. I, I, I have to say, in, in defence, um, when Ben Mansford came in, it got a lot better. And I know people hated, people hated Ben Mansford for whatever reason. I know we like to change the logo when he was reined in. But as a, as a supporter liaison officer, he, he was there. And, and you know, um, before the Blackpool match, messaged him, you get a response. And, you know, Gauthier was really good. And whenever we had an evening, that was there. It felt to me that when the new owners came in, Fan engagement was not on the, you know, high up on the list of priorities, as you would think it would be, because it's fans that pour money into the club by buying tickets. And that's not... Dane Murphy, I know did some interviews and some fan engagement, but... mm, He didn't talk to us, though, did he? Well, uh, uh, the offer was there. The the new guy came in. And listen, he's, he's, he's the first few weeks... And probably the first thing he has to deal with is this West Stand issue. Things are not going right off the pitch, so you don't want to bombard him. But I think, you know, um, communication is important. When things are going well, because everybody comes out then, but when things are not going well, it's just as important. I, I, I suppose, when they say disciplinary issue with Civic, I don't want to see his, his personnel record. No, and, and no, it's happened. not that, is it? But I think you can probably get more fans on site saying... There, you know, there was a, an incident internally that's been dealt with, and for that reason, he's, he's not. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I don't want to see his personnel records. But fans in times like this need something to hold on to. And when they say, "Oh, it was a disciplinary issue," you just think, "Well, will he play next?" Are you, you know, I'm thinking back of Struber when Ritzmeyer played every week and and took three corners in a row that went straight out. But obviously, it was a personal favourite of the head coach. Therefore, I hope this head coach is different and picks the best eleven for that match rather than I don't really want to pick him because they had an argument with him earlier in the week do, do you know what I mean it seem, it does seem to be a bit like that though at the minute and I don't I don't know why all of a sudden it's turned into if he's playing favourites I mean they won't tell you what's happened with Civic but they're quite happy to tell you that Freezer can go and find another club well that that was a rumour on, on Twitter yeah. a rumour that somebody said but you have to wonder why he's not playing and he, he still reminds me very much of, of the style last season bombing down that wing and putting balls into for somebody to get either a header on or a shot or whatever and I, I can't understand why you wouldn't play him when somebody like Adebayejo gets a chance and don't get me wrong I want him to have a chance but there comes a point where you have to say this is not working okay. yeah you know this is not working um you've got players like Clark Odor. we raved and I still do about Clark Odor, and I think he's getting a very rough deal by asking him to play up front hmm. because you know when we played for Fit Reds, I only ever wanted to play in defence because I could add a ball. That's about all I could do. And if somebody was at goal up front. So, Clark had hardly got any game time under Ismail. 
and now he is getting game time but in, in a position that's maybe not as natural because we've been screaming out for people for deliveries down that side so it's just <sighs> but does that does that come down to the, the system that we're playing is it now time to change that system because it's it's not working no. other teams know what we do yeah. we're not no. doing eye press we're not doing eye press no. we're not doing alt like I said earlier but other teams not formation that we play and we can't change it well it, that's the point we've, we're very bad bad we I mean I don't know you when an opposing manager makes tactical changes in formation or in approach it's a bit like chess isn't it like click your turn we seem almost unable at times to, to, to counter that with anything. Yeah. Changes are normally made like for like. Um, Will Hundermark, was it against Reading? People saying, amazing, really good. And then the next match, or was it earlier, in, he didn't play or he didn't start. So there's no consistency, isn't there? One of the reasons we did so well under Israel, because he found his 11. Yeah. And he played with those 11. And that's how you get better. And if somebody's not so good in training or injured or whatever, I get it. You drop them, somebody else comes in. But you know, we do the fan hub team. I, I, I just don't know. Oh, no I've more. got a clue I keep, this week. I keep getting, I keep getting eight out of eleven. I always get one, and that's Brad Collins, who I've got well, to say at this point can, yeah. has been absolutely outstanding all the way through, and is probably the only player that actually has been outstanding all the way through. Alex, Alex, not far off, but Brad Collins has been amazing this season, and he's had to be. Yeah. Else it could, some of these results could have been a lot, lot worse. Yeah, I mean, is he still, I think, the only goalkeeper in this division that faced two penalties and saved them both? Mm. Uh, and, and it is, it's not about slating players or a club or a team, but as a fan, let's face it, when things are not going well, that's what you do, isn't it? You know, that's... that's. I think that another worrying thing for me is, yeah, we. it's a bit... I mean, let's face it, this podcast is very negative, isn't it? Don't, don't listen to this when you've had a drink, for God's sake. <laughs> But what else can we do? We're only be, we're only earning how we what's feel. What's going to happen? All right, we play Sheffield United tomorrow and we get spanked. Yeah. Now you know as well as me that everybody else is going to be shouting even more fervently for shop to be gone. But who's going to take his place? And this again is: are they going to back, go back to the spreadsheet? Have they got people lined up? They keep saying that they've got people lined up in a first, second, third sort of position. What do we actually need? And the thing is. As I say, what worries me is who who are they going to bring in? Mm. Well, it's difficult because if you do it mid-season, you saw that we were lucky with Ismail because he'd been sacked by his previous club for breaching the COVID rules. That's why he was available. Mm. Um, Shop was appointed obviously during uh, the, the summer break. Um, I, I don't know because a long, long time ago, when we talked to the then owner, blessing Patrick Ryan, said that you know the club is set up to have natural progression. So. And whether you love it or hate it, like Paul Heckingbottom as an assistant to Lee Johnson, Lee Johnson leaves, Heckingbottom takes over. Mm. I don't know if these two are the same. People are saying, do you, do you look at the under-23s and bring Martin Martin Devaney in? I don't know if he'd even want it, but do you bring Martin Devaney in and, and put some... See, I just don't know who else, who else could take it that's within. I mean, I'll not say Andy Murray, because it's not Andy Murray, but... Adam. He's gone now, hasn't he? Yeah. So yeah, he's, he's, he was he was seemed, he was the link. He seemed time. to be the one, although yeah. he never actually made that final step. But you look at his backroom staff now, who are not Shop's backroom staff. So if Shop goes, does Josie Flowman get it? Yeah. Does Tonder Eckhart get it? At least they seem to show passion. But again, 
do they know enough about them being in our over, over 12 months so do they know enough about championship to be able to make that step into the managerial role you can't say they don't know players because they will know yeah, they should not but you also have to think if you do let him go there'll be some clause in his contract that that they'll have to pay his contract off well that's going to cost is that is that cost going to have an impact on who you're looking for next do the owners of the club say if we have to pay x amount of hundreds of thousands to mr shop for letting him go do we save money by saying mr lowman mr Eckhart, whatever his name you'll, no you'll, but, but let's, let's be yeah. let's be honest they save money by staying in championship that's how they save well, money yeah, exactly not yeah, by well, going yeah, down yeah. Whether the, the cost of sacking him will be a lot less than the cost of being going relegated down, exactly. to league long look at where we are in league there's derby below us they've had a 12 point deduction and they're not far off so what does that say yeah. about yeah. us at minute you know I don't want to come across all negative all the time but what else can well, you do no but let's face it Steve when things are good last season you know singing the praise it's the fact that we've gone from top five to five losses in a row to one goal from open play yeah. to one win in 12 or wherever we are now and surely I never ever ever expected us to have the same season as last I no, didn't no. I said you said the same start season mid table 12 13 would be very absolutely. very happy with that yeah. but there are obvious gaps and issues running throughout the club on the pitch off the pitch when I said in the previous video rotten to the core what I meant was sometimes you buy an apple and there's a little bit of mark on the outside it seems that at the moment because when the, the, the new CEO said you know players are leaving you know for pastures new I get that most people in the football industry would do that during the summer break yeah um, somebody like Sedgy leaving who I thought would have been here for life you know the, the 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 goalkeeping coach we have the ceo we have the secretary i get people leave it just seems to be so many transitions on the pitch off the pitch behind the scenes then the owners of the club and the owners of the stadium are sort of i don't know it seems to be like hand, handbags at dawn yeah, yeah um and then you know it's it's just not a nice atmosphere is it you know and and somebody has to steady that ship and the easiest way to do it is by changing what happens on the pitch because if on the pitch you're starting to get results, you get the fans back on side, you've got the time and the opportunity to change things off the pitch, can't you? Yeah, but, of course you can. Um, it's, it's going to be, I'll tell you what is going to be difficult. I look at the players we've got now, the young players like Callum Britton, Callum Styles, etc. I don't, and new CEO said, you know, we make our money by selling players, which we do, and we've yeah. talked about this before. But I can't see our younger players at the minute getting any development getting any better so that somebody will come in and and pay big money so it, it's it, it's lose-lose well, whichever way you look at it you said earlier you've been busy one of the remarks made in the fan engagement is that whilst off the pitch last season was an incredibly good season off the pitch it wasn't because there were no bits made for any players and the only way this club survives is by developing players and selling them on he said there'd be no bids because nobody was sold was there nobody was actually sold besides Solbo where that was a um, obviously a, a different sort of situation um, and, and I get that but the only way to get success is by having these players at the club if for one season you finish fifth you can't say it's been a bad season because these players are all on the contract besides Mowat mm. so you can let Mowat go and Solbauer and DK obviously you know 
that should that should have the impact that it has. So you have to look at what else has changed. Well, there's a different coach in play, and he he I I, I get time. Normally, you have that new manager effect. I don't know if you have that at the start of the season. It's normally if mid-season somebody goes, somebody comes in. Look at Derby, you know they were done, and then. I think when they got the point deduction, they just start picking up, you know, a few results. Um, it's just worrying that we're ahead of a South Yorkshire derby, which should be the, the game people look forward to the most. Um, listen, we could talk to the cows come on. We'll do this again next week, and who knows? Maybe we're going to win under our belt. Does that change things? No, because of course I'll be happy we win. Of yeah. course I'll be yeah. happy we yeah, win. And and ho let's hope that's the start of things improving on the pitch, and that can then throw uh, on the pitch. I still love the club. But you're in a position where it's not that I don't want to support the boys, but I don't want to sit there and and think I'm not enjoying this. No, you know, we need a prediction and for tomorrow, please, before we uh, close. Well, off. if it's a nice day, I might be teeing off around about <laughs> half past nine. That's my prediction. No, um, joking aside, obviously, same as you. I want to win. I just can't see a win. I can't even see a point tomorrow. I really, I just don't know where it's going to come from. I really just don't know. For me, tomorrow, I'd settle for a 1-0 loss. Yeah. But I've got a nasty feeling that it won't be. No, I think in Sheffield United, you have everything that we should be looking at. The ability to, you know, to go goal down and to come back. and like. I mean, they're not season. playing very well at minute. No. But they've got a little, they've always had a style, haven't they? And, and, and the guy that they've got in has done it a couple of times before haven't he we, we other teams um, and he seems just to have a bit more about maybe I'm going to be wrong maybe tomorrow shop's going to play a blinder turn everything round and this time Christmas we will be mid-table and we'll be saying you know that shop he started off crap but look what he's done now and, yeah. he's, and I hope he does I really hope but, he does but I think everybody does but I think everybody at this moment in time after the run of results we've got to be saying if he had it in him it would have happened by now, wouldn't it? You must say that, yeah. 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 Right, we'll be back next week. Uh, let's hope we can talk about... Um, <laughs> a little a, bit happier. <laughs> listen, listen, even if it's a better performance, it's something to hold on to. Because at this moment in time, it's not a great time to be a Barsley fan, is it? We'll be back next week. Ram Power Days is going on now with our most powerful lineup of trucks ever. Hurry in and don't just feel the power, own it. Right now, get 2.9% financing for 72 months on the 2022 Ram 1500 Bighorn Crew Cab. Don't miss this great offer. 2.9% APR financing for 72 months equals 15.15 per month per 1,000 financed for well-qualified buyers through Chrysler Capital regardless of down payment. Not all buyers will qualify. See dealer for details. Offer ends 10-31-2022. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 
Talksport Fan Network. The ultimate on-demand destination for the UK's best fan-led football podcasts. Want barnstorming Barnsley insight analysis and opinion? Follow the Reds Report podcast on the Talksport Fan Network. Unbeatable club-dedicated content created by the fans for the fans. Search Talksport Fan Network.